I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio. Happy week eight. I know we actually started back on Thursday with the Buccaneers getting that cover, even though the Bills won the game. But, Danny, we got football action all day today. My L.A. Rams taking on the Dallas Cowboys. And the uh, schedule, it's a decent, decent card here today. Your Raiders, though, not playing. Of course, you could argue they haven't played all year, um, but they're not, they're not playing. They play tomorrow, Danny, so you, you don't have uh, to. They, they played in week one with some heart. And attitude, and uh, kind of unraveled from there. But hopefully, that extra day will give Jimmy G some time to fix his back. Any time for Josh McDaniels to fix how he coaches the team? Is that possible? No, he's never going to fix how he coaches. The team is going to have to win in spite of having Josh McDaniels as their coach. Yeah. So the three games that I am most interested in today, Dan, I know this is the kind of content that people want, but the three games that that everyone needs to know, I'm I'm going to be locked in on. Uh, this is my official pregame show, Ben. So yeah. do your best, Jimmy the Greek. All right. So the, uh, the the gambling stuff. By the way, the TV show we go in the Big Apple today. This is our Sunday Big Apple slot. We have locked down the coveted 11:30 a.m. New York City time slot on SNY. So I just wanted to get that out of the way early, and that's all football, all picks, all the time. Benny versus the Penny. But 
Uh, I've got three games that I'm dying to watch. Jacksonville and Pittsburgh. I saw Pittsburgh. I was at the Steelers game last week here. They were in L.A., which was like an extra home game for the Steelers against the Rams. So the Steelers played Jacksonville. Supposed to be a rainy day in Western Pennsylvania. I'm looking forward to watching that game. Bengals and 49ers, although it would appear that the quarterback situation is going to be in complete upheaval with Sam Darnold, who sucks, uh, playing quarterback for the Niners. But, uh, you know, beginner's luck against Joe Burrow. So that's the second game that I'm jonesed in on. And the third game that I am looking forward to watching today is the Dolphin-Patriot game because the, these teams played – now, the Patriots suck. They're 2-5. But they played the Dolphins – pretty tough back in week two. They were only down by a touchdown with about eight or nine minutes to go in the game. So they were right there. Uh, they were right there. And I want to see if they can. They won last week. So did they have the hangover from that? Or And the Dolphins got clocked by Philadelphia. They've got a bunch of injury problems. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. And, uh, and then uh, those are the three. And then a, a little bit Cleveland – and Seattle, but I can't get too excited about Geno Smith versus PJ Walker. I, I can't get too worked up about that. So, did we miss out? Oh, that's right. Before that's why we must. Yes. Okay, so we we complained. We pointed out the podcast download numbers were not great last week. That they went down. It's a problem. It's a bit of an issue. So. We, we went over all that, and uh, let's see. Did they go up? I'm going to say they went up. They did go up. Okay. Instead of missing 30% of our normal Sunday audience, we lost 15%. So we gained 15%, but we yeah. lost from what we had been doing 15%. So that's not good. That's not. So maybe we'll stop the mailbag. No. No. <laughs> no, I don't no I, you know because for the 85 percenters that's you listening right now yeah you know we salute you it's worth getting up early to entertain you and this is your official nfl sunday pregame or postgame so we'll keep doing it all right well very kind of you plus it's in our contract and we have to do it unless we're contractually obligated to do the podcast but we I read the fine print on the contract. It doesn't say how long the podcast has to be. We always do about a half an hour because mm -hmm. that's how long people generally work out for. If they're on the treadmill or something like that, it's about a half an hour. So we usually go with that. But this is our Sunday podcast. So you know what that means, Danny? It's in the bag. First email comes from Dave listening in Boston. He says, uh, congratulations, guys, The on the Sports Hub winning the Marconi Award. Ben, do you get a ring with that? Um, yes, I'm sure they're going to hook us up with a ring. Did you see this, Danny, this week? The Sports Hub in Boston was named the Marconi winning sports radio station. And the overnight show, all four hours are carried on the Sports Hub, 98.5 in Boston. So as uh, Dave knows about this, but... Um, I, I I pointed out on the show that since all four hours are carried by the station, that we actually get 16.6% 6 
of the Marconi Award because I'm covering 16.6% of the talk radio time that is available on that station. So That'll be your portion of the trophy. Uh, anything. If they want to send me like a little miniature trophy, I can put that on my uh, my shelf here in the in the studio. I'd be cool with that. But uh, to answer the question, Dave, I'm pretty sure the management at the Sports Hub in Boston have no idea who I am. So we don't have to worry about that. Uh, next up is Mike listening to us in Minneapolis. Uh, this is Ben and Danny G. Uh, which of your old school callers do you think would still be popular uh, today? That's kind of a generic question, Mike. You oh, it's got to be Genie in Medford. Genie's timeless. Genie's yeah. Genie's like the Bambino. Uh, you know, it's, it's uh, all time greatest caller. On my peach cobbler list. I miss her breaking news calls. She would call in to tell us the big news that she was in the liquor store. You better give me that good stuff. Yeah, it was big. And then she had like her neighbor who was her drinking buddy would come over. And then every once in a while, she'd hand the phone to him. They'd be drinking on the porch. Yeah. Hello, Joe. Hi, I like the Saints. <laughs> and uh, by the way, Mike, if you're ever in L.A., Jeannie and Medford, there is a park bench, unless it's been vandalized. It is L.A. after all. But there's a park bench at Swan Boat. Swan Lake Boat Park, or I think that's what it's called. I don't know. Uh, right near Dodger Stadium uh, off the 101 freeway in Los Angeles. And there is a plaque that is a memorial to Jeannie and Medford. So anybody who can make it there, it's kind of cool to check it out. And Jeannie was a big part of the show for many, many years. I would also say, though, that Jimmy Ray from Tampa Bay. Jimmy Ray. From, Jimmy Ray was like the male version of Jeannie and Medford. Mm-hmm. And I uh, love Jimmy Ray. And he 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 got uh, sick. He also, well, he's dead too. Uh, and then some of the, like the Boston hitter, I think we've lost him recently. Oh, and I missed the pencil neck guy. Pencil neck Ray. Pencil yeah. Neck. yeah. Pencil neck. Yeah. And then Remember we used to have the bell and we would keep track of how many times he said pencil neck in one rant. Yeah. Yeah. You damn pencil neck. It was good. I mean, there's, there's a bunch of other ones. Uh, Spin Max used to call me back in the old days. He was great from Ohio, and we had uh, Motor City Mike from Detroit. Troy the Gambling Man from Nashville was a, was a lot of fun. Lance the Bus Driver used to be a regular caller. He was nuts, and we had a good time with Lance. And I'm sure there's others that I am. I am forgetting bad job uh, by me, but there were many. My, I think these callers would, I think they, most of them would cross over because they never talked about sports. <laughs> it's like none of these people, they all, they all talked about random nonsense, random other stuff. So uh, next up is uh, Steve. Uh, it's in the mailbag. Steve in Philly uh, writes in. He says, uh, Ben and Danny G love the podcast. I started watching uh, Benny versus the Penny, uh, and that's how I found the podcast. Uh, he says you guys should come to Philadelphia do a show. Uh, sure, why not, Danny? Why don't we just go to Philadelphia? Right, you want to go to Philly for a weekend? We'll do the show from there. Yeah, man, uh, it doesn't cost any money to go to Philadelphia, and, and, and I'm sure we have tons of listeners. I know we have Fats. I know from the radio show Fats in Philly, although he doesn't call much anymore. And we've got a few other people that interact with us. Uh, anyway, Steve says, uh, question is, where you guys have both been in radio a long time. Where do you see the business going 15 years from now with 
podcasting crossing over. Well, podcasting's already crossed over, but radio for now, uh, I guess I'll go first. Dave, but radio for now has more people listening. Uh, so here's the way I look at this. I mean, I can't believe 15 years from now. Holy crap. We're old now, Danny. Wait 15 years. My God. Um, but to answer the question from Steve, it's really a question of the delivery. I've always said that, like the delivery vehicle, how you get, it's audio content. Human beings like hearing other human beings talk. It's, we we do. We just, we want to, we hear from stories. We learn from stories. Um, and so whether traditional radio as it is, conceived right now i think 15 years it'll still be here but uh whatever whatever device like television a lot of people watch tv on the internet they're not watching it on an old tube tv they don't even have those anymore but they're still television it's just in a different form so radio i'll still call it radio people in the business don't like that term it'll just be the delivery vehicle and the problem with podcasting is it's not live like the great thing about radio it's live there's someone there you've got a shitty job and uh and you're working and there's no one around you're working by yourself and there's you hear someone talking and you can like eavesdrop in in a conversation or if you go through a breakup and you're alone and you know you know family you, you can cuddle up with the radio but it's actually a live person there that's talking while you're listening so I think that there always will be that. What that delivery vehicle is, I don't. I don't. I'm not smart enough for that. What about you, Danny? What do you think? Fifteen years from now, that would be twenty thirty eight. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, we're still going to have really good content. I think everything will hold steady as far as the uh, hosts go. As far as the production teams. That's another question because we're losing producers and board operators by the dozens every year. I wish there was a union, Ben, for the production side of radio. Now, there is, Danny, in New York because I've, I've worked out of FAN in New York in the iHeart building in Manhattan, and that is a union shop. So they pay good money there. Nice. And see, that's got to spread to some other major markets and major cities. Now, granted, there are some lazy shits that got into radio somehow and don't deserve pay raises. But for the passionate people in radio that bust their asses every day to put out a really, really good product, they deserve to be paid better. So, yeah, I I hope that that changes with radio in the next 15 years. Well, it's going to have to change. And the people that run the radio business are going to have to realize this. You're competing. You should never be in a position where you're losing people to people should want to leave their jobs to come to your job. Not, you know what I mean? Not the other way around. So you gotta, you gotta take care of your people. I mean, that's just the basic thing, right? I would think. Thank you, Steve. I'm Hannah Storm and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. George in Uvalde, Texas writes in. He says, since you are using the Three Stooges. Oh, yeah, I posted a thing on Facebook with the Three Stooges on the Ben Maller Show Facebook page to try to lure people in to post questions. Uh, George says, uh, who do you like better, the Stooges, the Marx Brothers, or Abbott and Costello? So I'm a Stooges guy. When I was a kid, they they would TV sucked, but one of the shows that got a lot of airplay, especially on holidays, they would do three Stooges marathons. And I I liked the Stooges. They they were able to take pancake batter and make amazing things with the pancake <laughs> batter, right? It was it was just nuts. Uh, my dad was more of a uh he was more of a, like a Marx Brothers Abbott and Costello. It is cool, though, as we pointed out on this podcast at Universal Studios, the the parking garage I park at to do the TV show is the Abbott and Costello parking garage. And at the very bottom floor at Universal, I got out and there's a there's a tribute. uh, There's a sign right inside the little court area, courtyard area when you walk out from the elevator. And it is a great tribute to Abbott and Costello. It's pretty cool. It's pretty neat. And so that like the history of the, them as a comedy duo and where they had been and all this stuff. And, and so that was kind of cool. What about you, Danny of those three, only those three where yet? I have really good memories of my grandfather, Bill, who was a world war two vet came home with some issues after the war stayed locked in his garage with bottles of whiskey and what would be on his little colored TV it was either baseball or the three stooges nothing else his programming on his little tv in his garage three stooges or baseball you know i would sit in the garage with him for a little bit and he'd be laughing at the three stooges then he'd take another swig of his whiskey that was his jam so later in life i would watch three stooges and think of that guy nice so it helped him out gave him something to smile at right going well and you see somebody doing the, the eye poke Don't! and you're like hey we got something right we got something nothing like having to move a 
a baby grand piano. You know, if that's a job for the Three Stooges. Yeah, it's perfect. The hilarious slapstick antics. And those guys didn't make, like, big money. Like Larry Moe and Curly. Oh, make- ben, I read recently that for their pictures, they were signed up for eight a year, and they had to split $60,000 three ways. Wow. That's crazy. For each picture. They so were- that's, that's nothing. They were a vaudevillian comedy show, right, before they got picked up by Hollywood in the early early days of Hollywood. But think of how we talk about football players and all these all these uh, people complaining about the uh, the violence in football and how banged up these people's bodies are. The Three Stooges though, they those they were, they were not doing like stunt double stuff, I don't think. They they were actually like slapping and smacking and bonking each other on the head and Oh yeah, they had injuries from their yeah. from their shows and their movies. For for hardly any money, and and even now they've been dead for how many years? But we still see their image. It's it's crazy. Anyway, uh, Mike in Spookerton writes in. He says, "Trick or treat, Ben and Danny G." I think I know two possible reasons why the Sunday mailbag downloads were lower two weeks ago. Somehow that episode was uploaded out of order, according to Mike. Uh, If you check the podcast page, it comes before that week's Saturday episode when it should come after. I don't want to accuse either of you of making a mistake, Mike says, so I'll just assume that this was Coop's fault. Clearly. (laughs) Yes. what What it was is I uploaded it so early that it showed as Saturday. But the Saturday show obviously was posted dozens of hours prior to that Sunday show. You know what that teaches me? What's Don't that? post a show at 2.30 in the morning on the West Coast. Who goofed? I've got to know. Well, Who that's goofed? a good goof, though. Everybody wants things now, now. Give it to me now. Amazon, Amazon, now. Yeah. Well, you know, I let that bother me too much sometimes to where my wife gets pissed at me because instead of breakfast, I'm editing a podcast. So I, I guess I got to learn how to have some balance in my life. Now, Mike also says the other possible reason is you guys make fun of Brian Finley too much. It might be chasing uh, all the diehard fans away. Uh, I'll give you a chance to win them back right now, though. Who? Do either of you have anything nice to say about the commentary of the Ole Miss versus Mississippi State women's volleyball game last Sunday? (laughs) Remember to watch it, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. Yeah, 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 yeah. If there's one thing I never miss, it's Ole Miss, Mississippi State, women's volleyball. That is must-see TV, absolutely. Uh, no, don't they usually play in football, Ole Miss and Mississippi State? Is it? It's the Egg Bowl, is that what it's called? Yes. I, I, I remember watching it. On Halloween, there was some controversy a few years back. Yep, Mississippi State and Ole Miss football rivalry. Battle for the Golden Egg. The Egg Bowl. Yeah. And, and by the way, I have one nice thing to add about one, Brian. Okay. One nice thing. That's good. Yeah. yeah. He reminds me of my grandmother. Uh, he was there filling in for a shift after Monsey the other day, and he had one of those personalized cups on the counter and it was of his corgi his dog wow 
And my grandmother used to do stuff like that before she passed on. She had personalized cups and mugs with pictures of her dog. Wow. Does he realize that he's not a 70-year-old grandmother? Not that there's anything wrong with a 70-year-old grandmother. Grandmothers are great, but like he's a dude. He's like he's younger than us. And yes, he looked like he just rolled out of bed. Wow. Yeah, he always looks he doesn't look like that on TV, but he you see him and it's like, wow. Like this guy's a couple steps away from being at the shelter. You know, it's it's pretty wild. All right, all right uh, what is next here? Um, Hillbilly Mike from Dinwiddie, Virginia writes in. Uh, says on the mailbag, what is one thing y'all miss that has been discontinued and you'd like back? Whether it's a product, a restaurant, menu item, or maybe an event. Oh, I'll, I'll name a place. I When I was younger, my younger days in radio, when I first got a gig in L.A., we worked in Burbank. Burbank, as some people say, and there was this place called Daltz. I've talked about it on the podcast before, but it was like my cheers. It was amazing. I I did a night show, and I'd go in there for happy hour and hang out, and they had the greatest chicken fingers of any restaurant I'd ever been to, and you get a basket of chicken fingers and fries. You get a nice drink. They had TVs to watch the games, and it was an amazing place in 1990s entertainment. Um, and in those days, the, the popular shows, the Drew Carey show was popular. Seinfeld was popular. And there were a couple other shows uh, that would come into adults after they taped their show to have the food was that good. It was a restaurant bar. And you'd see like random. And I'm not really into that world, the celebrity thing, but they would all come in. There was every it was everyone loved it. And then randomly and they were, always had people in there. It's not like nobody went there. They always had people in there. And then. That's where I first met Pat O'Brien. That was back when Pat was still drinking, the star of Access Hollywood and all those entertainment shows. And uh, he had a, he had a wine glass that was the size of like a bowl of soup, like not the serving bowl, the actual pot of soup was his wine glass that Pat had, as I, as I remember. But I, I love that place. So if I could bring that place back, or I used to hang out in Pasadena sometimes. There's a place called Moose McGillicuddy's. That was a very cool bar that also closed. So either one of those. What about you, Danny? Anything you want to bring back? Product, restaurant? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we we talked about headphones last weekend. Mm-hmm. I want my Sony V600s resurrected so that I don't have to chase them down in a back alley on Craigslist. And then food-wise, back in the workout days when I was running 95.7 The Beat, I had a trainer he uh, ran the gym. He was like part owner. They bought advertising on the radio. And part of that was they wanted me to talk about their gym in the morning on my morning show. I was forced to be trained by this meathead, but I was in the best shape of my life. Get sexy. You know where he sent me every day to get food? Where is that? McDonald's. Okay. But, but you're thinking a Big Mac. No, 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 no. They used to have salads at McDonald's and the salads actually were really good. There was a grilled chicken salad that had like the, the shredded, the thin carrots and uh, the ranch was, he, he would allow me one dressing. And sometimes I would just get the chicken breast, put a little bit of sweet and sour on that. And that was my meal. And so I lived at this McDonald's down the street from my place by the water there, because that's the only thing my trainer would let me eat. 
And it, it was awesome. And then guess what? What? McDonald's said, F- you and your salads. <laughs> Anybody that wants to eat healthy, you're no friend of mine. Don't even bother coming to our place anymore because McDonald's discontinued all of their salads. Yeah. And it made more money than you could possibly imagine doing that. You want chicken? Mother sucker, you're going to eat some fried chicken and die. Yeah. Well, I love the story that we had on one of the food segments on this podcast where we learned the reason McDonald's does not serve onion rings is not that they couldn't have McOnions, but they don't. They make so much money from the fries, they don't want to take away. They don't want to do anything to the golden goose of the golden arches. They don't want to water it down. Yeah. That, that would be like you doing three podcasts a week. Yeah, but I would point yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, uh, and a TV show and five radio shows, but but not that I'm complaining. It's first world props. Um, but the I will say this for McDonald's, and I think I mentioned this on the TV show this week. Like when I go to Starbucks because my wife likes coffee, and I don't drink. I drink like uh, those fruity drinks at Starbucks because I got to get something. But when we go to Starbucks or we go to McDonald's. I don't care where I've, I've been all across the country. I've been traveling from the northeast to the midwest to the west coast to the northwest southwest southeast all over the country and you know when you go into a starbucks or mcdonald's the the consistency of the product the nfl officiating by the way it's sunday you never know you never know what you're gonna get it's it's like it was like made in some sweatshop in china and one game the officiating will be fine you won't even know they're there. The next game, all hell's going to break loose, and the thingamajig's not going to work right. It's going to go bonkers, and then uh, kerfluey, and it's just crazy. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. 
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. Uh, Fred from Spring, Texas writes in. He says, uh, hello again, guys. Danny G, are drops added in post-production? Hmm. Now, we do it live. We do it live, right, Danny? Uh, well, you know, we're not really supposed to pull the curtain back and let you know how the hot dog is made. That's true. Ben reacts to a lot of the drops. And yeah. uh, if you're wondering how that radio magic happens, just keep wondering. My right hand was getting a workout. Now, don't don't play that, Danny. What what was your famous one on the live show? That is clearly edited. <laughs> yeah, it's it's obviously. Listen, it's obvious. I have noticed as we've gone through the different board ops over the years, many of the classic drops. Like you were very good at, about keeping some of the classic drops, but some of the like Iowa Sam's kind of let a lot of those guys those die, which I'm fine with. You know, I'm fine with that. I'm not okay with that. Yeah, but there's there's only been one drop that got canceled in the history of the show. Oh yeah, your brothers. <laughs> yeah, that's the only one. Yeah, your Necro I, brothers. I had so many people. Those that, were pitchers, by the way. In 2020, in the middle of the world falling apart, right? Global pandemic, race wars. It was unbelievable. 2020, what was going on there? In all of that. It was a drop of me talking about some knuckleball pitchers that I had to, we had to stop playing it because every time we played it, inevitably oh. I would get we would get phone calls, I would get emails. I used to like your show, but I can't believe you would use that kind of language. I didn't realize you were a racist, and I yeah, that and how you blew somebody off at an LAX airport parking lot. He blew me off at a hotel near LAX. I don't know what you're talking about. That that was I, that was clearly edited. I never never uh, said what is what you're playing here. I never said that. I did not at all. Do I have your permission to play the Necro drop right here? Uh, well, how about if you bleep it? Maybe you could put a bleep in there and add a That's little. Lame. No, I've used it before on this podcast, but I've gone in and I said, "Quick producers, note." That's Necros, as in the pitchers in baseball. I did a disclaimer. But all those Necros look the same. Yeah. See, I, I, would, I, I call them Joe and Phil now. I don't call them by their last name. <laughs> people say hello, you know, Joe and Phil. Next up on the mailbag, Barry in South Carolina writes in, and he says, Yo, yo, Ma Benny, uh, formerly in Nashville, how long would the Iowa minute last if Jed who fled were to read Iowa Sam's script? I'm putting the over under at about 90 seconds. Yeah, that's that's about right, Barry. Yeah, Jed Jed packs 10 minutes of content into a 90 second phone call, depending on what pharmaceuticals he's partaking in that day. Joe in Richmond writes in. Uh oh, Danny, he's upset. 
Interesting reaction to the song parody. Thanks for playing my Maller monologue song on the Friday podcast. I was perplexed by Danny G's reaction to the song <laughs> and his insistence that it not be played in its entirety. Uh, Danny, if you would let me know what the concern was, I can make sure uh, to address it going forward. Uh, makes no sense to come up with these parodies if they can't be played. Uh, he says, also, I didn't realize this. He said, I only sent sent that to the real fifth hour podcast. I, he said he had sent it to the other email address uh, a couple months ago, but did not get a response. I apologize. A joke. Oh, it's just time constraints. In fact, I'll play a piece of it right here. Of the world's greatest basketball player. I just signed a multi-billion dollar contract. Now I'm too great to have to play every game, so I play every third game or so. Now the fans are mad at me, but that's not the worst of it. The owner tore up my brand new contract. I asked him why. He said, you'll see. All right, there you go, Joe. Uh, He says, anyway, Joe says he's a big fan of yours, Danny, and mine. And uh, not just for the entertainment value, but uh, he does like us, he says, on a personal level. That's very kind. Uh, That's nice. Um, We like you just as much if not more and especially for putting the time and effort into something like that and i asked that he do the foodie fun open so he's up for it that's 20 seconds where we can play your music every weekend so send that to us if you can think of something for foodie fun yeah and make it like hooray for foodie fun foodie fun you know something like that i'll I'll tell him how to do his craft oh okay all right. Uh, he says he appreciates Danny G for uh, your commitment to the youth, uh, Ben, for your longstanding care and concern for all of the callers. There you go. From the pill poppers in the penthouse to the crackheads in the ghetto gutter. That's right. That was uh, that was our slogan on the on the show and the open and all that. That is the open every show. Yep. Uh, Marcus from Bruceville, uh, Eddie, Texas, writes in. He says, "If the two of you never worked in radio." I uh, says, I know you guys have had this question quite a bit, but I mean a different trade job. And you had to pick from electrician, plumber, HVAC, etc. What profession would you guys see yourself working in? And then he says, I am in the HVAC field. So choose carefully, he mm. says. And I'm going to need a shout out for your Texas listeners. My family owns an HVAC company in central Texas. Spread the word, my man. Uh, he says, uh, climate control, heating, cooling, and refrigeration. Well, you have to pay for a commercial market, so I cannot promote climate no. control, heating, cooling, and refrigeration. There's What's a, the name of it? I, I, I can't say it, Danny. So, I, I Because if I say climate control, heating, cooling, and refrigeration in Central Texas, then that becomes problematic because you have to pay a ridiculous yep. amount of money to be an advertiser on this podcast. Thank you for staying true to the business and not saying it. I would. I'm ethically inclined, and I do go to training every year. Uh, that's it. Craigster writes and says, "Ben and Danny G, I heard you talking about the Mallermobile." Wait, wait, you didn't answer the question. What? Which trade would you do? Uh, well, it didn't. Ma- I, I, I would be bad at any of them. All I would be doing is going and looking at YouTube videos. <laughs> you'd to- be, ben, you'd be good holding the snake in a toilet. <laughs> Oh, I have done that. I've done. I have done the snake in the sink. My <laughs> I come in my DNA is plumbing DNA because my grandfather was a plumber. He owned a bunch of plumbing trucks and was a very successful plumber. 
a tradesman and made a good amount of money. And, nice. Uh, yeah. In that same grandpa I, I referenced earlier on the podcast who was drinking whiskey and watching the Three Stooges, he was a woodsmith. He was a badass with his tools. So I would do something in the wood trade, like maybe make cabinets or something like that. Yeah. No, no. Uh, that would be cool. I did do woodworking in high school, but I was a little skittish because my mom kept telling me I was going to cut my fingers off. <laughs> saw, so yeah. I don't want you coming home with one less finger. You know what I mean? Okay. okay mom, all right. Kickbacks are going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, this guy Craigster uh, says, I heard you talking about the Malamobile, but you did not disclose what kind of car it is. So after a minutes long investigation, I've heard that before. I've determined it is either a, I think he's, he meant Bentley. Uh, Bugatti. Bentagi. Uh, what is it? B-E-N-T-A-Y-G-A. I don't know what that is. Is that a play on my name? And a Chevy or a Chevy Malibu or something in between. Yeah, it, it's closer to a Chevy Malibu than, than some kind of Bentley. Uh, so thank you, Craigster. Uh, I think we'll get out. Uh, Michael in Minnesota, Jonathan in Parts Unknown. Uh, they had questions about the assholes being eliminated and all that. But we're, we're, we're good on that. We're okay on that. Uh, Danny, I will be back on uh, Real Radio. Real Radio. That was a format, right? Real Radio? No. Um, I'll be on tonight. 11 o'clock in the West. And 2 a.m. on Monday morning in the East will take you all the way up till 6 a.m. Eastern time with live sports talk reacting to all of the NFL, also the World Series games that have been played this weekend as the scene is going to shift day off on Sunday, but they're going to shift it over to the Valley of the Sun for some more activity. So we've got that to look forward to. Danny, what are you up to today? Well, first, I sure hope you beat the penny this weekend. Uh, from your lips, God's ears, please. <laughs> and second, it'll be the Monday edition of Covino and Rich having a lot of fun with our game. Last one standing that features Ben Maller's voice. That is on the west side, 2 to 4 p.m. in the afternoon. And on the east side, 5 to 7 in New York City. Outstanding. Thank you for listening. The eight, I'm going to call the audience on Sunday here the 85 percenters. You're an 85 percenter. And to the other 15% that aren't listening, guess which finger I'm holding up right now. You want to take a guess? Number one. Yeah, that finger. Okay. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll catch you next time. <laughs> Later, skater. Got a murder. Got to go. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.